Check. Check. All right. Hello. We live, baby. Yeah, we live. So, what's up on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast? All I got to say is TB of the Boutique. All that and more along with your voicemails on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. What's up? Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again to episode 207 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Yes, sir. I'm Jared. And I'm Jay. What's and we're back, in, back and at it again. Wow, Jay. Uh, how's the last couple weeks oh, gone for man. you, man? It's been all right. It's been cool, not bad. Uh, finally, finally am retiring from YouTube. Well, no. Are you? Say that. I'll say I'm retired from collecting. Uh, yeah. So retired, from, retired from collecting, collecting okay. art toys and designer toys. So, okay. okay. Yeah, I say that because you know, for the past I don't know however many years I said if I was able to get this one piece I was calling it quits, mm-hmm. and not one piece as a uh, the anime one piece, but <laughs> this one particular figure yeah. I was calling it quits. And you know that old expression, uh, Got the closed mouth don't get fed. Uh huh. You know, so eBay has these things up there for upwards of over a thousand dollars, and I was like, dang, no, man, it only wow. cost like one fifty initially back in twenty thirteen. And I'm trying to wow. find somebody, somebody that has it. So I just said, screw it. I'm just gonna ask Facebook, somebody in the Facebook group. Okay. I put the I put the 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 notice out there i say look i know it's a long shot i know it's a long shot but uh anybody got this particular figure or have any leads besides ebay and somebody responds like yeah i got like five of them i'm saving them for somebody but uh you know <laughs> yeah so, so he's like you might not like my prices for what i got and i was like okay so i just dm'd him i was like check your check your private messages so yeah he gave me the price and I'm like, okay, bet. If this person doesn't uh, want to buy them by the end of the day, send me a message. I'll take it off your hand. Oh, wow. So, okay. bam. Got it. And so you, I am so done. So, you got the most coveted thing that you've been waiting I got, to get. I got, yes, I got my holy grail of pieces. And nice. I am, I am officially done, I'll say. You're done collecting. You're done. Yeah. You done. You said you think, so you know what? I think. Something may show up. Something may show up. I'm still going to be on the lookout for more versions of this particular piece. Yeah. Okay. And if I find them, I'll, and they're a good price, I'll get them. But, you know, it's, uh, for now, I, I think I'm, I'm done. You yeah. Know? I well, think I am. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah, man. When well, you're looking for something for a long time, you finally get it. That's that's dope if you find it. I yeah. Trying to think, man. When it comes to me, something similar. Uh, the only thing that I can, only thing that I think I could probably equate that to for me would be getting a barrel smoker. Right. It I was just like about a, to say that <laughs> it's got to be so like yeah. a like a like an ugly drum smoker. That's what they call them. It's basically like a big barrel. And then also, uh, like a 250 to 500 gallon 
smoker. I would love a thousand gallon smoker, but that's like one that's huge, you know, like 15 foot trailer or 20 foot trailer. I wanted okay. 500. I want something big enough that I could put about 15 to 20 briskets on. If I get something like yeah. that, it's I'm you, I'm you, I'm done looking, bro. I'm done looking yeah, at that. You you gonna have a heck of a time trying to convince your wife uh, to get that and put it in the yard. No, 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 no. I I have I have a parking spot in the garage where I park my truck right now. <laughs> I'm completely Did, willing to give that space up if I could put that inside the garage. Have right you now. expressed these feelings with your wife? I told her that. Yeah, I told her that. And she's while like, she was halfway sleeping. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I told her that and she was like she was like she's like nah nah that's not gonna happen. I was like, you know what? I was like, if I save the money for it, then I'll make it work. And she's like She was still like no, but it was one of those scenarios where like since I said when I if I save the money for it and I have the money for it, then we'll make it happen. So that that would probably be the case. But I would get that thing, man. I would treat that like like a brand new car. I would like polish that sucker up, you know, always nice and clean. I have like a I'd have like a mat down under it where like nothing could like no ash or anything could get down in it. And uh, yeah, man, I would I would definitely take care of it. The other alternative is this. There's a couple of places like right around the corner from where I live that people park their trailers and like, you know, their food trucks that park there and then also people's RVs and boats they put them there. So if that if my if 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 I had to do a you know, a last chance alternative or, or an alt, you know, alternate place to park it, it would be something like that, you know, or I would just rent like a storage unit and just park it in there. I don't know. I'd find a way. I'd find a way. Man. I'd find a way. Wild. And then I'd try to Hopefully, sell enough, yeah. sell enough food to like <laughs> make it worthwhile. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's all good. Those would be my holy grails though, man. There's, there's something called the primitive pit. Like it just looks like, it just looks like, you know, one of those old, like, propane gas tanks way out in the country. And mm-hmm. they just like, and, you know, just like old and dusty looking, you know. But you crack open the lid inside, all this mm-hmm. delicious, smoky deliciousness in there. So, I don't know. But that's side the point. I'm drooling over here. Man, I'm glad you got I'm glad you got your grill thing. So, you going to show us what you got or not yet? Uh, well, we'll do a video? I, as you can see, I'm in my other... My, my son's room and uh really i'm not even nowhere near it but yeah it's a well i don't even know if i should look for a picture and just stream it up here uh you can do that it's fine whatever but yeah it's a i've been looking for this piece i could have bought it in 2013 but having a newborn at that time you know Mm. My collecting would have would have had to take it, it took a back seat. Yeah, yeah and yeah. um, and you know it's, it's that's what it that's what happened. And of course, yeah. if you don't jump on some of these things at the time, then hey, you just sol. So yeah. nine yeah, years man. later, you got it though. Nine nine years later of wild, looking, that's of cool. looking, I I happen to find it. Uh. Let's see, where's my share share screen button? Uh, let's see, video, no, share screen. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't sh- the tips, the tips. Nobody wants to see the tips. Can you see my screen? Just you the tips. Yeah, oh wait, here, let me put it in the stream. 
Bam. There you go. So okay, let's see. This particular piece here, I've been looking for for forever. Well, I can that, say forever, but that's Snow White. For, it's Snow White holding a grenade with a uh, bandana in the hands. So, you know, it may cool. not to to a lot of people. It it may not look all that. Ooh, the black window. That that great. Uh-huh. because it's just a figure but you know when you take into account like these particular figures and the you think you have to think about the the juxtaposition of everything you got this disney princess who is a rebel holding a, a grenade with a bandana across her face uh-huh. so yeah i mean it's a it's a great piece everybody's kind of been searching for you know yeah man so, i think it's pretty dope yeah yeah, it is. It is, and it's sitting in my my glass case, which I'm about to remove all that stuff and uh, yeah, you know, sell some other pieces and yeah, and just kind of minimize because I have too much stuff, way yeah. too much stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's people. cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, it's that's interesting. I think it's a cool piece, and you know, I'm I'm a big fan of artwork. Like I love going to museums and checking that stuff out, or Mm-hmm. You know, looking at looking at you know digital artwork, anything like that. Uh, you know that yeah. maybe avant-garde or different. You know what I'm trying to say? Not just a painting on the wall. So I think that's yeah. pretty dope. Um, yes, indeed. That was something I thought about this this uh, weekend. I don't know why I started thinking about this. I can't remember why it popped up in my head, and I, it was probably more dealing with music or something like that, or, or actors, something like that. But I started thinking like the artist's mind, right? The artist's mm. mind right. is one of those things that most people will never, never truly understand because I personally, I think like personally, the, the way that I think is like when I, when like I have like a brain synapse or whatever you want to call it pops into my head with an idea about, uh, a video that I want to do or a concept on a recipe I want to do or right. or photo or something like that I think about it and it all builds within you know maybe a few moments and then I can I can completely write it down and then try to recreate that right or in mm. the moment when I have when I have you know filmed 30 minutes like like the other day I had to I had to cut a 20 minute video down to like four minutes three minutes I was like, as I'm filming all that, I have some ideas, but I'm filming it all. And then right. as I start to edit, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do bam, 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 bam. And in like, you know, an hour and a half, I was able to cut all that down and put it exactly where I wanted to piece it together. Yeah. By the way, that's game day sausage and burnt in sliders that you can now see on Hooks Rub Instagram and also on our also on our YouTube, but then again, I think YouTube has a copyright claim against it, even though it's free music. Uh-oh. Whatever. Anyway, That's what I'm gonna say though is like the artist mind. I think I think it might be the same mindset for people in the art world. You know, creating, you know, creating art or, or actors creating a character or whatever it is. I, I think it's it seems like you know your mind goes to a specific place, and if you tell talk to somebody about it, that's not you know of a similar like artistic mindset it may take mm-hmm. a bit for them to actually understand it unless they see it right. visually or, or can read right, it right. what do you think exactly. about that uh, i think you're right uh i mean 
a certain aspect, I think everybody has a creative artistic mind. It doesn't necessarily have to be like in the visual arts or uh, music or anything like that. But I think everybody has a a certain artistry about them. Like you, you take your food as an artistry. That's that's like an 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 art creative type of a mm-hmm. setting that not everybody can do. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it. It is interesting to, to to listen. Like I listen to a lot of art talk, artist talks, and I guess their process for for coming up with things. And uh-huh. you know, it's a it's always a interesting how people's imagination works. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I could I could tell I could remember back in the day, uh, like a lot of these old. Uh, classical artists from like the 1800s and stuff like that in France mm-hmm. a lot of them were like under the influence and a lot of them had like psychological problems yeah you know so it's it's always uh, interesting to hear how some of that plays and then kind of wonder about some of these people today some of these well-known artists today if they have like some kind of underlying mental uh issues mental problems you yeah. wonder about it it's not necessarily out in the open you know, you think about somebody like, uh, let's just say Bat Basquiat, for instance. Mm-hmm. He had like a heroin addiction, you know, yeah. drug problem. So why he had that drug problem, I don't know. You know, yeah. Yeah. never know. It's probably something he was dealing with and he gravitated toward that. And he was able yeah. to create this crazy work that's now selling for multi-million dollars. Yeah. Too bad he's not alive to enjoy that, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy, man. And even like, when you think of it like that, even from like the drug standpoint, like think of Edgar Allan Poe, right? Dude was apparently, you know, yep. he was high on opium a lot back then. That's yep. what the stories are. And and you know, I don't know if the opioids, you know, brought him to this dark place to create the artwork and the and the plays and the stories and stuff that he did that you know seemed to be on the darker realm or whatever. Uh, uh, you know, but you know, it would seem. I, I know that there's a lot of artists, musicians. Um, I'll say maybe more from a standpoint of musicians and actors, who you know, they use that as fuel. They use drugs, or they mm-hmm. had in the past used drugs to like use that as a fuel to create characters or create whatever you know you know write music or mm-hmm. you know write you know plays or write write a movie they they use that as part of the creative process right and right. it's so weird because you're like dude why don't you just do it you know like normal because you're such a brilliant person such a brilliant artist and who knows you know they probably can and probably could do it just as normal but for some reason they thought or maybe they they did a project you know by using you know something like that and it you know blew kind their mind and took up. them up to yeah, yeah open up open up their fifth eye <laughs> don't try to say their third eye whatever you want to call it <laughs> the fifth eye damn I'm like which one they, they got eyes? they got two eyes beyond the regular they got three eyes beyond the regular third eye no but um i don't know man um it it just always seems interesting to me cuz it I'm trying to think what am i trying to think the okay so i did a video a few weeks ago 
that was the can we talk challenge with the McRib sandwich, right? And right. I made I made a McRib. Uh and I had there there's like a group of barbecue friends that I have we have like a little text chain. We always text each other random stuff. And somebody said something about a McRib and I said I'm getting ready to do a video. I've been planning to do a video for a long time. I want to do one. And this other guy was like other guy was like Oh, dude! I wanted to make. I want to do a. Uh, I want to do a recipe and post about one too, something like that. So I was like, cool. So then I started texting him, you know, individually or something like that, or polo him individually. And I was like, hey man, you know what? Um, I think that'd be cool. Maybe we could do one together, you know, a tandem one. And then I gave him my concept for what I was thinking, and it was like, it was like, you know, like it, it wasn't literally explosions and stuff like it, but it was like boom, explosions here and slow motion here and stop motion and blah, blah, blah. And like the McRib <laughs> flies in and other McRib, you know, like gets smashed by the new McRib, like all this That's stuff. Fine. And he was like, man, you have thought this out way farther than I have. And yeah. honestly, that guy, what does he do? He's like, I don't know. His, his occupation is just like, I don't know, like some kind of like medical, like supervisor, like medical company supervisor, something like that. He's not like, He's not an artistic person, like, like so to speak, like you would be, right? Mm. His creativity is more like creating foodstuffs, but it's it's not like his background is not necessarily like in a, a, a finer art, you know, a fine art. So explaining that to him, his mind was sort of blown. He was like, what? <laughs> He's like, I was just gonna take a picture <laughs> and a short video or something. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, we, we do this, we gotta do this big. So he ended up, you know, saying, hey, he just wanna do like his own thing, which I was like, cool, whatever. Uh, and that's when I created, and I created my own, but, and I, I think I came to a block, right? So I was like, I wanna make this, I wanna make this sandwich, but I, I needed something to push me to make it. I need it. I need it. Not push me, but I needed something to motivate, to motivate, right, right, right. be the motivating factor in, uh, you know, in, in how I was going to make it. So I happened upon the, can we talk challenge Te Te Tevin Campbell? Can we mm -hmm. talk, you know, that old song. And uh, I happened upon mm -hmm. that. Can we talk challenge? You know, that was made by tank, uh, you know, also a musician, uh, on Instagram. And I was like, you know what? that's the best th and immediately my mind went to going to buy a McRib at McDonald's which I already had in the original plan and eating it being disappointed by what I had and I swear that was probably like maybe the first or maybe even the second McRib I ever had in my life and then being disappointed by that and saying you know what I can make a better one and creating a better one Yeah. and also doing a parody singing the song while creating the like making a mu music video and it turned out great. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Personally, I would I would love to reshoot that video with you because I oh, yeah? have so many ideas after Ooh. you did that. Okay, we 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 need to we need to figure out how and when we can make that happen. That that could be fun. That I would, could be fun. I would be down to do a. Well, I can't remember what they call it, but a web redemption. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> no, it, it was it was great the way it is. Yeah, it's great the way it is. I uh, yeah. I don't know, man, but it's stuff like that where you know. I think about things and I like tell stuff to my wife and she's just like, I have no clue what you just said. You know what I'm trying to say? Just because yeah. my mindset is from an artistic 
mindset mm-hmm. where her mindset is more like an analytical mindset you know right right so i don't know it's not like and it's not like it can't be both but you know it's just i'm uh, i think of like butterflies and rainbows you know <laughs> whereas she doesn't have the same thoughts as much you know i don't know <laughs> she does she's a girl so it is what it is yeah, but you know so yeah yeah man and looking at like thinking about that it's interesting because like you know you look at your kids right and you know your kids are artistic kids you know in a lot of different ways my kids are too and my daughter is more musically and dance artistic whereas my son is like more like like drawing and illustrating artistic like he's a very like he has some crazy good artwork i should send you some pictures sometime and it's his own style like the style that he has is definitely different and you know it and when you talk to him and stuff like that it doesn't seem like he has that in him but then you look at the stuff that he creates and i think he just zones out and he starts you know making these random characters and stuff like that so it's interesting when you look at the kids and and see what they create you know either with legos or with like painting or or music whatever it is you know you try to get a sense of like oh do they have like you know some kind of little artist mindset developing in the back of their head you know sounds good yeah man sometimes you just gotta foster that uh that creativity you gotta mm-hmm. you know especially our kids and stuff like i know my parent my i've been drawing for a long time and of course my parents didn't they don't take no they didn't take notice or anything like that mm-hmm. so not until i got to like maybe 11th grade then my mom was like oh i think you got something here let me go bring this to the university and and see what they think and then of course they were like oh this this looks good let's try and get them into college early so that whole thing so that kind of like if my mom didn't do that i wouldn't know what i'd be doing right now i probably wouldn't i don't know i have no clue i don't know if i'd be in the the art field or anything like that but you know as parents we gotta kind of take notice of that type of stuff early and uh just try to guide them not really not really force them or push them to where they get sick of it but uh sick of us pushing them but uh just kind of just kind of guide them along you know you're right you're right i and then it's another thing two things i thought about when you were saying that i'm gonna have to look up this video um real quick but there's another thing where you know you're saying that uh that uh you know, you just sort of have to, you you don't know where, you know, potentially where you would be or what you would be thinking, um, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you hadn't, you know, if you hadn't got that little, like, you know, push or, you know, that little motivation or, you know, that, that, you know, notice from your mom, uh, you know, right, right. including the university. What I was thinking was like, you know, you probably wouldn't. But then again, you know, think about this, like some people don't get it until they're out of college or until they're, um, you know, maybe in college trying to find their way. You know, I'm trying to say they're trying to find their way in college. And then, you know, and I I just added something that I was going to talk about in a second, but they try to find their way in college, you know, and they find it maybe after a year or two of like taking basics 
and that ends yeah. up being something that they love or you know they go through a full four years of university and then after they get out of school they're like dang i ain't gonna do that at all and you know they're <laughs> lost for a few years and then they finally found it that's me yeah that's me i, I went for one thing i graduated for one thing and while mm-hmm. i still have love for that and i still use it in you know broadcasting and journalism in right, my right I, I use that a lot but my passion turned elsewhere after college. So it's uh, interesting, man. That's that's like me, too. I mm-hmm. should have been in film and video. Mm-hmm. What am I doing now? Doing graphic design. Something that uh, I didn't intend on taking or, mm-hmm. or learning, but yeah. I was kind of forced to take a class to move on to another level, kind of as a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? Uh, some years many many years after graduating from college mm-hmm. I couldn't get a job in my profession to, to save crazy? my life isn't that crazy that, that is so wow and it's not until like maybe the past I say the past so I'm 41 now the past 10 years mm-hmm. I had to kind of uh, kind of navigate myself into this this lane of saying hey I, I, I know how to do this because I studied this in college mm. you know kind of give me a let me show you what i could do so it did it took me seven years eight years after the fact after college to actually be able to kind of dip my toes into the the field that that i graduated in so it's wow and like i say i'm 41 now i still don't know what i want to do i mean yeah. i'm in this profession i don't want to do this forever I hell, I don't even want to do it now. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but I, I still don't know. I just want to do something creative, and I yeah. still don't know exactly what it is that uh that life is gonna bring me. You yeah, know? yeah, it's so, so wild, man, and it's it it's gonna pop up at exactly the right time. <laughs> and even though even though I mean, shoot, it's been this you know this long or whatever you want to call it. I think that the I think that the time that you spent working and learning and creating and then having access probably having access to maybe more tools than you would have had maybe without it right like you have you know through through your company you know through work you have access to you know free internet or whatever you want to call it you know through work you have access to you know technology to your computers to maybe software mm-hmm. and things like that hardware that maybe you wouldn't have had or maybe it would have taken you longer to get it you know without having that job but it's all you know it to a point it's all like you know building and growing and learning off of you know the tools that you have available and then one day you know whenever that opportunity pops up uh-huh. you'll be like well i'm i'm more prepared today than i was you know, previously because I've had access to this, I I've had an opportunity to yeah. work and then also ho- sort of hone my craft on the side without even without right. even knowing that's what right. I was doing. And yeah, yeah, man, I I think I mean for me, you if you'd asked me when I graduated college, you know, you going you know be somebody who created a barbecue seasoning and like you know that's like you know where your life you know sort of like one of your you know one of the you'd things that you like, nah. highly value in life. Do I'd be like. <laughs> I'll eat all the barbecue you give me, but yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? That was not yeah. that was not in the cards for me initially. And yeah. and I don't know, I think, you know, working in restaurants and then doing like uh uh you know doing 
a lot of voiceover work and um, you know acting, singing, dancing, production work took me to a place to where I to where I could be I could do what I'm doing now and be even more creative and have more I I don't know like more um more uh, uh, uh I don't know like just more creative uh ideas than most people mm-hmm. who are doing the same thing and yeah I don't know Whatever. So here's a question for you. If there was YouTube back when you were about to graduate high school or just say like that 11th, 12th grade high year when you were trying to figure out what you were, what you may be interested in, in uh, learning in college, would you have gone to college? Because we always talk about the University of YouTube right now. You can find anything you want on YouTube. Do you think you would have just went straight to college or would you have tried to get that camera stri- tried to start doing commentary or voiceover work or I just think, little videos yeah that's a good question I think the way that I was brought up you know the way we were raised you know it was probably mm-hmm. in a similar light the way to where yeah. to the way like our parents like said hey alright you must go to college and do this and this and this and you know just to go to college just to get experience with just life and other people but then also go to college to maybe maybe have like a backup plan or something that you can, you know, true. use to, to do true. in the future. Backup so plan. that's the way my parents brought me up. And and I know my parents would not have brought me up any other way now or, or you know, if, if the same setup was there. So I think and what I what I've seen is a lot of kids who come out of high school who going into college now or even kids that are like freshman college, they may have their own YouTube like you know, sports or news page or fashion page or style page, right? Or if they don't have a YouTube one, they have an Instagram one or they have a TikTok one, you know? So that's what they're, that's what they're doing all this stuff. And the crazy thing is, like, they're creating content that is potentially resume work, right? It's, it's resume True. material. So had that been me coming out back then, if I had access to the similar stuff, you know, like, like the YouTube and, you know, video creation, like at the, in the palm of your hand, Right. I would have I would have done some of that stuff and gone into college with just whatever that knowledge is. And then I probably my my uh, my uh, if I went into broadcast journalism uh, or photojournalism, if I went into acting, then if I went into something like that, it would have probably probably been more skewed to like, you know, social media or digital content creation or something like that, you know. Or even like advertising and marketing, you know, something like that compared to just straight up stand in front of the camera and not learn anything up to that point. Um, I definitely would have used the resources at hand. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe I would have did that and gotten to college and been like, dude, I hate this. What the heck am I doing? Or maybe not. But yeah, at that point, you know, being a being some kind of like pit master, whatever you want to call it, that was nowhere near my radar, man. Nowhere near it. Yeah. So. So, what what about you, man? Do you think do you think had you gone into college with the uh, with the uh, or you know graduation from high school with the knowledge and the uh, access to you know YouTube and things like that and mm-hmm. Google? Shoot, Google is I think the biggest yeah. game changer. You know, yeah, had, would, would you been, would you have maybe changed what you started? No, I probably wouldn't have went, man. I no probably college. would not. No, you know, no college, uh, because essentially now, now that I think about it, I didn't, I don't even need a degree to do what I'm doing. 
you know the in the creative field like the art field and stuff like that i don't need a degree at all and i think about that all the time like do we honestly need to go to college for the majority of stuff mm. that we're doing today because mm. let's just say a whole uh, there's a large percentage of yeah. people out there that are not going to, that are not working in the field that they uh intended on being in you know went to college for now i could say medical professions and stuff like that yeah you need that because i don't want nobody <laughs> with a high school degree trying to operate on me yeah. you know learning videos from youtube so uh my yeah. degree visual arts it just takes discipline you know yeah pick up picking up majority of the time i just picked up books and read you know that's all we had to do in lecture classes pick up books read uh spend time trying to zone in and hone your craft mm -hmm. that's that's all it really was so yeah thankfully i had scholarships so i didn't have to pay like a ton of money to yeah. uh you know for my degree but still I, I probably now that i think about it i probably would not have went but then at the same time i probably wouldn't have met my wife so yeah hey it's always that so it's always that and you know what's yeah. wild i'm trying to think thinking in the in the same vein you know one of my best friends coming out of college we were like we're like sort of acquaintances you know in college but yeah. then like i'd say like the last like maybe month or two of school is when i uh, i met her and you know we started hanging out and we were just friends and then you know we continued our friendship you know after school because we're both you know, sort of in the same scenario, you know, we're both creatives, you know, we're both just trying to make it in the world. And, you know, in this, you know, acting, singing, you know, whatever, like world that we live in and uh, in that area. And we didn't live far away from each other. And we, you know, had worked sort of similar hours. So, you know, we hung out and, you know, she introduced me to this girl that, you know, she was trying to hook me up with that she worked with, uh, which that never happened, you know, turned out to be friends with her. But you know, year, a couple years down the line, something like that. She across the miles introduced me to my wife. So, you know, it's a similar scenario. Like had I not gone to college, cause that my college wasn't yeah. even in my town. Like my college, you know, four and a half, four hours away, yeah. you know, from where I grew up. So had I not gone to college, you know, my, you know, future from that point, you know, definitely would have, you know, probably would have been different, you know? So yeah. who knows, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Maybe you meet these people, you know, in some other way, possibly, you know, but obviously there's a direct connection to, you know, being where you are in a time and a place and, you know, all these things sort of working together and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. meeting whoever you meet. So yeah, man, it's a while. So what I want to talk about real quick was when earlier, when you were talking about, you know, you have to guide your kids, you know, maybe not push them. Have you ever seen this, uh, have you ever seen this, uh, uh, Instagram account, this Roland P90X? I don't think so, but I kind of sort of recognize like those screen, uh, those screen. video caps. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this guy, um, I did he, I think he might have used to play football, but I may be way off. So, anyway, so I don't know if he's a single dad or, or, or maybe, you know, not, but he always does these videos with his daughter, um, who does gymnastics, right? And so here's a video that I saw part of it. Uh, I saw, mm -hmm. I'd seen this before, I think. 
and yeah. it was okay. in some yeah. other some other um, reel, some other reeler story. But they were showing this, and at one point in time, you know, he does this, he flips her, and then he like almost drops her, right? And she like mm-hmm. doesn't fall. Like apparently, every time, you know, he catches her and stuff like that. So the little girl starts to cry at this point right here, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "You know, I almost got hurt. I almost fell." Uh, and got hurt on the ground. And he's like, well, daddy's not going to let you fall. Daddy's not going to let you get hurt. Um, you know, so you didn't get hurt. So don't worry about that. You know, worry about your technique. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she goes on from this point and, you know, he comforts her. He gives her a little hug, you know, and they and, you know, they sort of like he sort of like tries to reassure her that way. And it's almost from like if you think about it, you know, it's almost from like a. uh almost like a coach to player standpoint, you know, he's right. like, you know what, be confident in your skill, be confident in your, in your technique and be confident. in then, you know, who you're working with and you know, you won't hit the ground. You won't get hurt. You won't fall. So let's try this again. So he quickly like goes back into this thing again. And you know, the girl ends up performing and this girl, I've, I've seen several of her videos. Look at that. That's insane, man. I yeah. I do not have trust in myself or throw it for like throwing my kid up like that. Um, so, you know, and maybe he was like a, maybe he was a, uh, you know, professional cheerleader or, you know, college. I can't remember something like that, but look at that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, uh, so, you know, there were people in the, in the comments of the page that I saw it on initially. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. He used to be a cheerleader with that post. Um, you know, there was there was people in the comments that were saying, you know, is this? I, I don't know. They were saying that they're sorry for the little girl. They're saying that the dad is like pushing her to do something. They're saying clearly she doesn't enjoy what she's doing. And there's so many of these videos that I've seen. I, I wouldn't say so many. I, I've seen you know maybe like a dozen of their videos. Uh, and yeah. I remember seeing this maybe like a year ago or something like that. But um, you know, they've seen like a dozen of their videos and. You know, in a similar situations, you know, most of the time it doesn't show him, you know, dropping her or her almost falling, something like that. But, you know, every now and then it will show something like that. And, you know, then he's reassuring and, you know, it's it's he has more of a softer response to her than this one would seem. So there's so so many people are like, man, I feel sorry for that kid. You're forcing her to do what you, you want her to do. You know, this clearly isn't this something that she enjoys, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is not the life that she wants. I'm like, first of all, this is a baby. You know, like, she's not a baby, but like, yeah. she's a little kid. Yeah. So, you know, at, at, to a certain point in kids' lives, you sort of like guide them to something that you probably want them to do or maybe something you think yeah. that they might enjoy, right? Like, yeah. Not every girl is going to like dancing or tap dancing or gymnastics or whatever, but you could let them try it. But then you could also let them try some kind of sport. Not every boy is going to like sports, you know, but you could let them try it and then sort of go from there. And so in a scenario like this, do you think this is more active? Like his his profile says active father, right? So you think this is more of like a like an active father, like being, you know, trying to motivate and trying to make this kid not just like a we call it like a like a softy if you want to make like compared to some kids now or or do you think this is maybe more like forcing the kid into something uh i mean from what i see it doesn't look like he's forcing i mean is he there's mom 
motivating and guiding her to to be better and especially uh what you said he he kind of talked to her about you know as far as like trusting and and or trusting your partner not to drop you and and stuff like that i see that more as a a guiding type of thing a motivating type of uh aspect to this you know um i there's like other instances where i see parents forcing a forcing kids to do something and Mm -hmm. if the kid doesn't genuinely like it they keep on forcing them to do it because maybe they were like a failed athlete in the past or something like that Mm -hmm. you know so that's when you know that's that's kind of what i was getting to earlier like i don't want to force my kids to do something that they don't genuinely have a i guess a passion to do yeah but then of course they have to give it time and if they give it time and they still don't like it and I'm still forcing them to do it, then that's when I have a, an issue with it. But if yeah. I'm just guiding them along and letting them find their own way within a particular activity, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I, I could rock with that. But yeah. from what I see this, this father's doing this, he just looks like he's supporting her. It looks like she's, it seems like she's genuinely enjoying it. Yeah. From, you know? from her. And the thing is, you know, the, the crazy part is, you know, we only know what we see Correct. Uh, uh, from this part, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so we, we only know what we see from what they show. So, I mean, the kid obviously looks like she's having a good time. She's smiling and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, mom yeah. and dad, you know, I, I see the mom and it seems like, you know, maybe the mom and dad were both cheering at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's how they met. I don't know. But it seems like that's maybe what their history is. So, in a case like that, you know, where you have two parents who were athletes in whatever vein, you know, like, like if you have two parents who were like, you know, one was a sprinter and one was like a basketball player, a football player, right, you know, right. or in this case, both of them look like cheerleaders. And there you go. Mom is up and dad's holding her, you know, some like this, you probably expect and they have pads down, which I'm going to tell you, I've seen a girl fall, you know, I've seen a couple girls fall, but I saw one live fall, you know, in a practice when I was in a show with with a, with a cheerleader or, or somebody like that. And, oh, man, that's a long fall. But, um, you know, they would probably most likely put their kids in something similar to what they did. You know? Yeah. If they had, I, I, they have a, a girl and a boy. So maybe their boy is going to go into something like this. Or maybe, you mm. know, they're going to put their boy in some other kind of sport. But you have athletic yeah. kids. You normally don't know that until they're like, you know, I don't know, five or six, right? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. You know, maybe even younger, but normally not that not that old. So, you know, then you make those decisions. But like you said, I think this is, you know, maybe a parent, you know, still in that age of a kid, not really truly knowing, but the kid seems to be enjoying it. You know, I, I would be interested to see when this little girl gets, you know, maybe, you know, three, four years older, five years older. And, and I don't know how old mm. the, the kid is right now, but, you know, when they get older... And, you know, you could really tell, uh, you know, if she is having a good time or if she's, you know, ready to not do this. And they're in Frisco. So, you yeah. know, they're, they're right up the street from y'all. They're right up the Yeah. 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 You know, something like this, I asked myself because we have a cousin who uh, has a son. I don't know if I should even say the name. Has a son that's very tall, athletic. Yeah. 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 And he's following in his father's footsteps. Yeah in a sense so then I, I asked myself is is he doing I'm well I hadn't I hadn't seen the kid since he was like 
<laughs> a little kid. Yeah. And yeah. he's now he's like what six five, six six or something yeah, like he's, that. He's super he? tall. He's uh He's probably, what, 14? Yeah, he's just turned 14. Yeah, because he's just barely like, he's like a year and a couple months older than than my oldest. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in a few years myself. Yeah. Yeah, so I asked myself, is he doing this because he genuinely likes it? He sees his father and his uncle, Mm -hmm. who are both basketball stars in their high school, college, and and then beyond that. They play professionally, yeah, yeah. Yes, professionally. You're doing it because you want to do it and you genuinely like it, or are you doing it because you see that as a, uh, I guess, a way to, I don't want to say please your 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 father Parents, or yeah. please your family. Yeah. But you know, some somewhere along those lines, I mean, I do see the the benefit of it because if mm-hmm. you do play, and you could get a scholarship to a school. Yeah. You get free possible free money and yeah. then you could go ahead and study whatever you want to study on that free education. Mm-hmm. But then it comes, do you really like to play this particular sport? You yeah. know, so I, I ask myself those things. I don't know these know what's going on inside these kids' minds, some of these kids' minds. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, it's just something I always ask myself. That's a good question, man. And and honestly, like <laughs> it's so crazy because that that cousin that cousin of ours him like his wife was tall and i believe athletic as well i don't think she uh the the you know our our younger cousin's mom you know dad mom and dad right he was a basketball star and she i can't remember she i don't think she played sports in college but i know she was an athlete or maybe she did actually i think she did i think she might have been in track I, i might be way off but you know you have two athletic parents in that scenario and I and from all accounts, like I said, I haven't seen the kid in a couple years. Unfortunately, last time mm-hmm. we went to Texas, uh, you know, we didn't see him. But you know, uh, uh, by all accounts, he really enjoys doing what he does. Okay. Um, I know he plays basketball, he plays baseball, and he's great at it. It's not like he's just there playing; like he's actually mm-hmm. really, really good. You know. So yeah, so at, at what point do you do you think about that? And you know, all all kids come to a realization at some point if they love it or not, you know, or maybe they get to college and like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Because um, we, because I would say, you know, between that cousin, the dad, and his brother, you know, the other basketball star, uh, you know, his wife was a cheerleader, uh, and mm-hmm. all these parents are amazing people and great parents. Like, there's. I, I've never I, I've always yeah, loved all definitely. of these all of them and like never had an issue with any of them like matter of fact like a couple of them were in my wedding so you know I I love them to death and would never quit question their parenting skill because they were like well older than me and they've experienced way yeah, yeah, more yeah. than us and but you know the the other the other brother he was a basketball star his wife was a cheerleader you know also very talented uh, athlete. And their daughter played basketball. She played volleyball, too, I think. And I think she got to a point, and and she was really good, too. Uh, And she got to a point, I think, where she got to college, and she was like, you know what? I just want to do school. Uh, And maybe she got to a point where she, you know, didn't want to do it anymore. But talking to her and then seeing her play games and, you know, uh, listen to her talk about it, like, you could tell that she enjoyed doing it, you know? 
you, mm-hmm. you could tell it, it seemed like, you know, she didn't get forced or whatever. You know, she wasn't trying to please anybody. She did it because she liked it. And when she got to the point that she didn't like it, you know, that's just stopped. But I think the cool thing about it is this. Because I think I've I've talked to each of these guys about it or maybe I've heard them say it in conversation in one of those veins or both. Was that like when their kids get to a point, if their kids tell them, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And they could tell that they are like genuine about that, that, you know, that, uh, you know, thought process, then, mm-hmm. you know, they'll say, all right, let's do something else, you know, but they're like, but you know, our family is like, you know, we got to keep these kids active. Right. You know, and I think yes. that's, yes. that's sort of like what happens, you know, and, and those kids grew up on the country with our grandparents, you know, our parents oh, yeah. had a similar, like, you know, sort of like, uh, you know, mindset when it come, came to us just sitting around, you know, doing nothing. Like, you know, you got to be active in whatever you're doing. You know, you got you to gotta have some kind of something to focus on, right? So I, I think that both of those parents, both of our cousins, would not push their kid to do something that they don't like if the kid is to a point where they don't want to do it anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? They would let yeah. them pivot. Um, yeah. And I have cousins on the other side of my family where it's a brother-sister combo. And they're both very talented athletes, too. I think that the sister was softball, volleyball. The son was baseball. Um, you know, in the last year of high school, I think the sister didn't want to do anything anymore, and the son wanted to play professionally uh, and then also mm-hmm. go to college. And, like, these are kids who traveled around the country going to big tournaments where they yeah. were, like, in front of the professionals in front of in front of college um you know college recruiters and stuff like that and coaches so it's not like they just were like you know just playing at high school so mm-hmm. you know the son wanted to continue and he ended up getting a scholarship you know to play uh in college and you know had some professional opportunities uh and then the daughter she ended up going you know she ended up going to you know to college i think just academic scholarship but you know the daughter got to a point where she was like you know what i don't want to do it anymore you know and I think, and I think this is where the lack of being able to see and talk to these kids and hang out with them as much comes in. Because, like you know, I think for a point, some of the family was like, "Man, are they forcing the kid to do that?" But then I think when you saw that they just like you know, you know, she was like, "Okay, I just want to go to school." They're like, "Okay, right, cool," right. you know, and they they just let her they just let her do her school thing. And she's one of those kids where it's the same thing. Like she did athletics and all this stuff. I think she went to college for some kind of business degree, but now she makes like amazing desserts and cakes. Like, it's like, what? Uh, That's not what you did at all, but you know, maybe she found her passion, you know, after the fact. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Interesting how life works out. It definitely is. And it's interesting to look at these and, and just sort of see like, like based off what you said earlier, you know, are you pushing your kid to do something that they may not necessarily want to do or... Or are you, uh, you know, are you guiding them in a direction that, you know, maybe you'd like them to go and then letting them, you know, try to navigate that. And, you know, if they don't like it, you know, trying to help them pivot to something else without pushing them, you know? Yeah. 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 That's a, that's an interesting concept. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. You know, we're at that, I guess we're, our children are at that age where we, uh, <laughs> we were taking notice, you know? Yeah. Really big time. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, we could steer them in the right. I just don't want my kids to be quitters. You mm-hmm. know, that's yeah. that's the main thing. Just plain quit and don't want to try. 
Big time so. too, man. I, I think so too. I think one of my, I wouldn't say it's like a regret because there's other things that came up from this that I, uh, that, you know, set me on, I think, an enjoyable course uh, in school. But like after my second year, it was my second year, going in my third, my junior year of playing baseball in high school, we had we had a lot of prima donnas. We had a lot of people that the coaches um, favored over other people. I was a two sport athlete. I played football, but my passion growing up was baseball, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't fun anymore because you could see who always got playing time, and there were a handful of us who oh, yeah. are there every day, who did hard, you know, who worked hard. You know, it just seemed like the coaches weren't ever focusing on us. So I walked up and quit one day. There's a couple of us walked up mm-hmm. and quit. And man, I'm telling you, the look on my dad's face, because my dad was a baseball dude. Like he played baseball in college. Like that was his favorite sport. So Yeah. You know, and yeah, he's yeah. he's the one who sort of, you know, brought me to the sport, obviously. So the look on his face and like his reaction, boy, I, <laughs> I still remember. I thought I was gonna get knocked smooth out. But I think at some point, you know, after he got after his initial disappointment and not me not playing in high school anymore was over he was like all right well you know focus on school focus on football you know blah 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 and and he's like you know what you could always try it again if you want to in college you know if you really want to so you know he didn't force it but you know thinking of that like I think about that sometimes I'm like dang I quit like I was one of those people and so you know I think from that point I always thought like don't just quit because something doesn't go your way immediately. And I try to I try to express that to my kids too. You know, mm-hmm. if it doesn't go your way immediately, try to think through it, try to work through it. And if it gets to a point where you can't handle it or you can't change the outcome and you just need a, a new perspective and change, then, then leave it and go do something else. Maybe come back to it if you want to. I think that reaction by my dad, having that mindset of, you can try again once you get to college or or whatever i think i think that really helped me in in knowing that you know even though i quit i still had another opportunity if i really wanted to take it right so right. yeah wow. not be a quitter though man yeah not be a quitter just yeah. so yeah so i don't know i don't know so lots of lots of crazy stuff there this is a good conversation and honestly you know it's a conversation that you know, we were talking about all of the technology that was available, all the videos and all these other things that you have available at your hands, you know, mm-hmm. now that we didn't have available back then. Uh, one right. of those things is Instagram and people who are aspiring mm-hmm. models want to go on Instagram and, you know, just be the yeah. prettiest, the, you know, the handsomest, whatever, the most curves, the most ripped muscles, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And they want to have the bubble butts, you know, because Kim K and people like that who you know i think we've come to find out some people like that put in the fake booties but that's neither here nor there mm-hmm. but uh didn't you uh, didn't you say you found a story about uh, somebody having tuberculosis yes. of the butt tuberculosis in the booty yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god I, I didn't know that was supposed to come out that way but uh, yeah so the way you sang it the way you sang it <laughs> yeah found this right before we started recording so apparently this IG model uh, went, uh, was rushed to the hospital after her Brazilian butt lift surgery complications, and she now has tuberculosis in her butt. Yes, yes, people. 
So her name is Dime Rex. Oh, nice name. Dime Rex. Dime Rex. Yes. Um, nice looking girl. Uh, yeah, she's a nice, pretty girl, apparent from this current picture Let me see if that I I'm looking at. Can you share uh, it? Or do you want me to find let's it? Let's see. I think uh, I can let me find share. It. Let me share. Here we go. IG share screen. Boom. Share. Can you see it? Can you wait, see it? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. I need to add it to this. Here we go. Dime Rex. Okay. Dime Rex. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> first, of all, first of all. First of all. Your name is Dime Rex. <laughs> yeah. Well, Come on, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. There she is. Yeah. Keep so going. last month, Miss Diamond, I guess her, yeah, Miss Dime, Dime Rex, <laughs> went, to, went to a popular IG doctor. That was the issue <sighs> right there. She went to an IG doctor. IG just like doctor. I said, just like I said, I wasn't going to have surgery by somebody who practiced medicine on YouTube. This person, uh, yeah, IG doctor, I'll just say that, specialized in body modification, and she got <laughs> a new Brazilian butt lift. I don't know what the process is for Brazilian butt lifts, but wow. yeah, whatever. So already, let's see, she already undergone multiple BBLs before. Why? Okay. <laughs> so her latest <laughs> surgery was supposed to be a quick re-up. Oh so she God. did a re-up. This is not drugs, people. Yeah. She did a re-up. Uh, here's Diamond before surgery. Okay. Uh, I didn't play this video. Let's see. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's a board-certified surgeon. Okay. Dimes b Racky. Nah, so I don't know if people could hear this, but anyway... Uh, yeah, he's trying to. She already looked like she has a a bit of a, a curves. Yeah, she already looks like she has the curves that she needs. How big some women want to go? I'll just fast forward through this just to see if there's an after process. After this is the thing though, picture. like at some point, you know, I guess maybe there there's all these people say like normalize this and normalize that. Normalize like. You know, Oof, no. being comfortable and satisfied you know with, you know, your own body. Yeah, that's the sad part, man. There's too many people that aren't. Hey, yeah. So, so this is the anyway, IG doctor, right? That's the IG doctor. And apparently, like I said, it's supposed to be board certified. I don't know what went wrong, but uh, yeah, something went wrong. <laughs> and Diamond has organisms growing in the fat of her butt. Bruh. So she has Bruh. like, uh, she has like sea Fat monkeys growing back there. I don't know. Um, so yeah, let's see. The doctor can be heard telling the beauty that she has organisms and tuberculosis in her butt fat. Bruh. So uh, how, how, how is it? So hold on a second. So did he go to her? Did he tell her that after? No, what? Well, I'm thinking this is like, another like doctor. Check this is probably is this doctor? is the emergency emergency room doctor. Wow. Yeah, so this is the emergency room doctor that said that. Yeah. Where, yeah, somebody different. That's insane, man. That oh, I gotta say, man, that's that's crazy. So you go, you go, and and you know maybe she was experiencing some kind of itchy butt. <laughs> I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, she got, yeah. like, itchy butt or something like that. 
And so, so she was like, all right, I need to go to the regular doctor. Goes to the regular doctor. Regular doctor um, is like, is like, yeah, we did a, we did a, what is it? We did a, an x-ray or what do you want to call it? Like we did a, okay, yeah, I see the original post. We not, maybe not x-ray, but they did like a blood test, right? And they're uh-huh. like, they're like, yeah, you got, how? I don't even, how? So what, whatever fat that they, is that a, is a Brazilian butt lift a fat transfer from within your body to within your body? Or uh, is it a fat transfer from like some kind of fat that they have either like synthetic fat or that they've like harvested from someone else, you know? And then they put it into uh, your body. Let me see. Let's just look. Uh, what is a Brazilian butt lift? What okay, is so BBL? the fat transfer. Come on, internet. Let's see. BBL. Wow. Brazilian butt lift. Come on. There you go. Okay. So it, it is fat transfer. It's an aesthetic surgery that allows you to increase the buttocks while remodeling the silhouette. Uh, technique consists of two steps. First, the surgeon remove, performs a traditional liposuction to extract fat located in areas such as the abdomen. So that's mm-hmm. probably what she was doing. Waist, hips, or thighs. The fat goes through a purification process and then the surgeon redistributes it to the buttocks mm-hmm. through injections, achieving the molding uh, and increase in volume desired by the patient. So that's essentially what it is. So you're taking your own fat and putting it somewhere else. Yes. Okay, that's a good thing. But this is the thing. And I know that she made this video you know, that I have up here right now where she was like, you know, oh no, she got rest of the hospital. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. she, she made this video. So this is the thing. Did she already have that in her system or was it unclean utensils or was it inexperienced doctor? Cause you know, that those are all the things, right? You know, you could be a mm-hmm. board certified doctor, but not be, but be a bad doctor. Right. Yeah. Uh, true, or, true. or, you know, you could ha- unfortunately have, you know, unclean utensils. I guess this is yeah. her talking or something like that you could have unclean utensils or you know you could have uh you could have just like a a random thing that happens you know that um yeah you know it just accidentally happens i mean like we already know uh you know we already know that covid you know it just seems to hit people so randomly like i said my daughter had it um and she uh you know, she basically had like a sniffle, right? And she even tested a couple times after that, and she had no, she had no symptoms. You know, there's some people that have very bad symptoms. You know, sadly. Right. So, um, you know, and and it's like, how did you get it? Because like my daughter, she is always masked up. You know, even yeah. even having had her second vaccine, you know, she's still always masked up at school and stuff like that, unless she's like eating or whatever. So it's like, well, how the heck, you know, did yeah. did you just happen to get it? You know. And it's just like just a moment where it could just pop in and happen. You know, you breathe in something at the wrong time. And in a case like this, you know, maybe it was an unsterile, uh, you know, scenario in the operating room. Something just happened to happen. Somebody may have sneezed. Like something happened, you know. Like tuberculosis, I don't think you just get it. 
just because maybe maybe with like a blood transfusion or or dirty utensils, maybe you can get it there. Otherwise, uh, I thought it was something that like had to be developed within you your know, body. Thought thought something. What if by chance after she got home, of course this stuff has to heal. She sat on a dirty toilet seat, and it got into into the the area of question. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, let's see here. TB. Let me see. So TB is spread through the air from one person to another. Oh, okay. The TB germs are passed through the air when someone who is sick with tuberculosis disease coughs, laughs, sings, or sneezes. If you breathe in, if you breathe air that has tuberculosis germs, you may get TB infection. This means you have only dormant sleeping tuberculosis germs in your body. So there you go. So that's possibly what happened. Somebody, it was in the air somewhere. This is the thing though. This is the thing about that definition of tuberculosis. It could have happened from that doctor. Wait, does it say so it was in her butt though? Yes. Yeah, okay, in it's in her blood. blood. So, so it's in her blood. Yeah. It was in her fat. So therefore it had to have happened there. Yeah. It had to have happened there. Or like you said, you know, it could have happened, you know, if she had like stitches or something like that and she went to the restroom. Um yeah, it's wow. just it's just interesting because wow. I'm wondering what her symptoms was to figure this out. Yeah, because I'm seeing this as a pulmonary uh, disease. Let's see here. So in in some of the symptoms, signs and symptoms are coughing, mm-hmm. coughing up blood or mucus, uh, chest pain, unintentional weight loss, fatigue, fever, night sweats, and chills. Did all this occur in the butt? Wow, you know. That's kind of funny just, if you just a butt fever, <laughs> just night sweats. Your butt starts sweating at night. Butt have loss mm. of appetite. Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know, man. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. Um, and now she says somebody come stay with you and stay with her in the hospital, bro. Ain't nobody gonna come and stay with you in the hospital because they could contract the TB too. Come on now. And besides, I don't even think, uh, you know, I don't even think, um, what was I going to say? I don't even think you could even go and stay with somebody in the hospital the way that you could before, uh, you know, because you have to be like, I don't even think like parents could stay in there. I, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just so many bad jokes come to mind thinking about this. It's and funny. I don't want to repeat. This is the thing though, repeat. man. Look at this. This lady knowingly went to this doctor she scheduled the thing she paid for it she went there she had to sign you know all the all the uh what you want to call it all of the um necessary paperwork necessary paperwork yeah and and also the release forms you know that they can't be held liable right um for whatever reason but now she wants people to comment and ask them to take it down and she says she doesn't support it but you did though because that's what you wanted to do like this is a scenario where you had a choice, and unfortunately you made the wrong choice. That's what it mm-hmm. seems like, you know. Yep. It, maybe it's like the lack of research. Maybe it's just like, oh, this is a popular person. I'm gonna go to them. You know, like what do they call it, dude? Doctor Miami or whoever that is who yeah. does all this stuff. So, so unfortunately, they they made you know she made the wrong choice of doctor, and sadly. She- she the has, wrong choice of, of of viewing her body 
as uh that's the not main good thing. enough. That's the yeah. main thing. There was a comment yeah. on that on that uh it's on media takeout, right? Uh mm-hmm. there's a comment, I think the first comment that pops up says, Why do lots of females want to look like blow up doll today? Yeah. Um and you know, I'm not a woman, so I can't uh True. We are not you know, give a give an accurate uh, uh, you know, answer to that, but you know, people started to started to, to reply and say their self esteem's in the toilet. Black females are having you know fake uh, what ass and hair and fake nails and uh, eyelashes, all this stuff. Um, and I don't think it's just black; it's it's every color. It's it's, it's across um, the board, yeah. You know, and, and it's sad, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who unfortunately have uh unfortunately have you know bad self-esteem and bad you know body positive body positivity <laughs> issues he's dog on comments man and then the dude said like, tuberculosis <laughs> she has lung ass uh come on come on oh, <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh uh yeah, yeah. And then the next one said yeah first there's no guarantee of the surgery uh, once they sign the paperwork, they cannot legally sue this doctor and doctor performing these BBL surgeries, uh, you know, fat transfer, etc. They can't control the fat tissue from being infected. These females are clueless to the amount of bacteria in fat. Wow, 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 wow. It never looks good. It looks like an unnatural lunch of meat sitting on lollipop sticks. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Sometimes it does, man. It looks it looks pretty bad. It does you know, sometimes. Them, uh, That's true. What's them 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 chicken? What was the chicken uh, pops you did? Oh yeah, lollipop chicken. Chi- lollipop chicken. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I tell you, man. I tell you, man. You know it. That's true. It does sort of look like that. Wow. Um. It's. It's sad, man. It's sad. I, I'm raising the daughter right now too, and it's like so scary, man. Looking at some of the stuff that's out there, yeah. you know, yeah. and and it's wild, man. And oh, I don't even know. I, I don't know. She watches SS Sniper Wolf, like whoever you, you know, one year old. Oh lord, I know who that is. And I'm just like, man, I'm just trying to get her to to look at something else now. Even though I don't know if she's she's necessarily bad, she just has like silly videos. She and that's is. All it is so about the the most dingiest person yeah she's very uh yeah thankfully she's my daughter's not, not not dingy um but no nah, man it's it's so sad you know these people have these body positive issues then they blame men for for uh, giving them True. this concept and i think i think we could take some blame to a point yeah for the past you know past yeah. men's concepts and and ideas and and comments on females' body and what we perceive or we've shown to perceive as beautiful or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, when you get to a certain age and you have your own, uh, what do you call it, like, you can think for yourself. <laughs> That's when you yeah. say, is this something worth pursuing? Is this a worthwhile thing to really be worried about? Or should I worry about just being happy with me, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, mental true. health, man. Mental health. Mental health. I don't even know. 
Anyway, wow, that's crazy. So, ladies out there, please, no tuberculosis in your backside, which means don't get a Brazilian butt butt lift. You're just going to look like lollipop chicken. Lollipop chicken. (laughs) According to Jay. So, hey, we have... (laughs) so funny. We have a few voicemails. Uh, So, Jay, tell the people where they can find us and leave us a voicemail. All right, people. 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572. Call us and let us know if you got them lollipop chicken, chicken legs, or butt, or body. Lollipop chicken body. That's going to be the name of the new episode. Lollipop chicken body. Lollipop chicken body. Man, I can't even. I can't even. All right. Here we go. First up. Three, two, one. Yo, what are y'all doing? It's it's the it's about what the eleventh day in the, the year so far, the new year. Check this out. So COVID is running rapid with Corona. Yes, people don't know they got it. They're not having symptoms. And my job is a ghost town, and I'm having a ball. But guess <laughs> what? I found in my cabinet, in the other cabinet above the stove that I never go in, that part of the cabinet hides stuff, you know, like Lysol and stuff like that. And I live by myself. But I found a big old thing. Damn, y'all, my auntie calling me. I'll call y'all back. So she never called us back that day. So answer she never called us back that day that was Kayla our uh, Kayla Stevenson our Memphis correspondent Memphis Diva 99 okay here we go oh y'all this is me you already know who this is I'm just getting back to y'all uh, three days later I got a stash cabinet on top of my stove that I never go in you're gonna have stuff like heating lights on and hand sanitizer and stuff like that and so I was, you know, I said, let me go up there and see what I didn't hear. You know, for my folks come over, because, you know, Lysol, you know, it's an important entity, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like an endangered species. Um, but anyway, guess what? I found a big old brand new bottle of lemon, pepper, hoops, rub, and spice. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to pause this, Kayla. I got a bone to pick with you. You've been out here dogging me out, dogging us out for a few months now, saying you ain't going to listen to the show no more until you get sent some stuff because you out. And you put it in your stash cabinet that's you, by your own words, claim to mm-hmm. never go into, which is sort of scary because that's where your Lysol and hand sanitizer is. So... You know, I don't know what the heck happened there. Hopefully you sanitize your house in another way. But you found a brand new unopened bottle of lemon pepper seasoning, which I personally remember sending you, Kayla. It's for you. Okay. Shame, shame, shame. Shame for shame. All right. Boo this man. Okay, here we go. It's cutting up over here. And I don't live with nobody. Me, myself, and I. I put it on some tilapia when I tell you I didn't put nothing else on that. And then I had some broccoli and some okra. You know, it was all right. Thank you. Uh, maybe y'all send an F up in here. Maybe y'all, and I don't have no, no, I'm looking around. I don't have a chimney. 
more is hot than y'all, okay? Hmm. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, but they did. They arrested like four people in the young dogs murder. I have some out of town company. <laughs> some of my friend girls were here. We saw Raheem Devon and Leela Leela James and Willie Clayton in concert, and it was really really nice. And um, hmm. it was somebody else we saw in concert too. I forget, but um. So I, I hid stuff because they always taking t-shirts and so I hid stuff. Yeah. Mm. One of my little baby life songs was missing, so I think one of them got it. But they did find four people. So they said some more stuff is going to happen with the young dog. Well, the reason I said young dog is because they like, we want to go where he was at. And man, I took him up there where young dog was, where he got murdered. And this girl, I guess she protecting a lot. One, people are interesting. Me, but I'm gonna call y'all back. But I don't know if I got enough time. I gotta tell y'all about this incident in a minute. Okay, yeah, well, she calls us back a couple minutes later. But Kayla, thank you for not boycotting us any boycotting us anymore. Boycotting us, yeah, boycotting us. Don't cut us either. Yeah, don't boycott us either because we have stuff that we want to keep as boys, but yes. we want to keep our boys. So, um yeah, you hid the stuff from yourself, so you you're basically boycotting with false yes. pretenses. <laughs> Boycott yourself. All right, here we go. She called back a couple minutes later. Hey, that's me. That was me. Okay, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Somebody's friends have died, passed away. Did you ever just feel like you couldn't get up out of bed, depressed? Has anybody's death ever hit you like that? I will say. Aaliyah's death made me real sad. Um, and Michael Jackson really upset mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. I love Michael. I love the black Michael Jackson. The off the wall Michael Jackson. The PYT Michael. The Billie Jean Michael. I was hurt when he passed. Yeah. Um, and I just refused to look at anything, but I did look at Searching Neverland, like his last final days or whatever. Man, mm-hmm. y'all need to watch it. It's on Prime. It is something. It, it just shows the ma- that he really loved his kids and stuff, but he just wanted to be a man. And he was broke. And he wanted that same treatment. But anyway, so I take my, my out-of-town friends up to the, to the young Dolph uh, place where he got murdered. It's a cookie shop. And it was eerie. So there was a chick there sitting in front of it, uh, the parking space where he had parked his car, and she was smoking a blunt with young dogs. So it was another chick there, I guess, keeping the property clean. She said she was a family member. She said her name was Booney. And she said, uh, she told the chick, hey, you guys, you can't park here. Not right here. And she said, the girl told her, I'm smoking, I'm smoking, a blunt with dope. She said, I don't give a F what you smoking. Right. And then you you dripping and a freeze. So the, the chick that was cleaning the stuff made a move and then she was getting the antifreeze up. Y'all, I was like, damn. Now they got a clock out there to show the time when he got he passed. Man, this stuff's for real. This these wow. Oh, and speaking of farts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did they go? She's oh, selling her man. parts. That's all I'm going to say. Sell her parts Y'all for money. I'm talking to the same person that made the steak and put it in the elevator 
And when somebody got on, I said, isn't that disgusting? They was like, yeah, that, that person's dying inside. I was like, and she just left. <laughs> okay, then happy Friday. Bye. Uh, wow. That turned into a total different thing. That's crazy, though, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. She was talking about, you know, at any celebrity's death, uh, you know, made you sort of sick or whatever. Uh, you know, ooh. so sad. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, I, I'll say, even though I wasn't like a, a big fan of this, this person, XXX Tentacion. Mm. I and I say that because the kid was so young and the way he got killed it just made me think a whole lot uh, like what the hell is really going on. Was that in Memphis know? too? No, no, no. Was this, a, was, uh, this was in Florida. Was in Florida yeah, somewhere, this was yeah. in Florida somewhere. This was in Florida somewhere if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but him just seeing a kid like that who was talented in his own right and had like millions and millions of followers you know, and see his kid get killed mm -hmm. like that, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, it just got me sad for whatever reason. You yeah. know, him, uh, Mac Miller overdosing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was more of an overdose or if he was trying to commit suicide or something like that. Yeah. But those two deaths, you know, just seeing young people die like that who were in a, uh, I guess, this celebrity status. You know, and just being so young, that, that type of stuff gets me, you know, gets me down a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think, um, man. Um, anybody else? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. this was wild, man. I, I don't have a, I don't have anything like that, you know, from like a celebrity standpoint. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's why and maybe maybe that's me, you know, just being like uh, numb to it and not true, not uh, you know, at this point it seems like so I wouldn't say like so common, but like just being numb to the fact that that happened, or maybe it's just me like not like being that I don't know like enamored with any of them, um, mm -hmm. because I don't know like I think. I think the last, you know, celebrities, so to speak, that I really I, I idolized, if you want to call it that, was like Derek Jeter, you know, baseball player. Lawrence Taylor, who, I don't yeah. know, always has issues. You know, but that was when I was a little kid. But like, you know, Derek Jeter probably more recently when I was an adult. So, you know, if something were to happen to one of them, you know, I think that would be like a sad day for me because I have yeah, such you. a yeah. strong connection to them. Uh... uh, uh you know, from an athletic standpoint, like idolize him. I know there's yeah. one guy who was a cook, uh, you know, amazing chef, traveled the world, Anthony Bourdain, which a lot of people, yeah. you know, do yeah. posts on still and all this stuff now. And he was, you know, he was an amazing, uh, you know, he was an amazing, you know, amazingly talented and, and popular and, and motive, somebody who motivated a lot of people in his own right, like you said. But, you know, it didn't hit me like that, even though I really loved his work and you know what he yeah. did it just yeah. didn't so i don't know man it's 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 crazy but yeah it's definitely sad when you see that happen like yeah. when michael jackson died yeah i was definitely sad 
Uh, yeah, I'm really sad about that. And Michael's one of those things, know. one of those people who was like, when we were kids, you know, we idolized that person as a as a musician. Heck, you know, yeah, everybody. Heck, my son, my son was just doing the uh, the the little Michael Jackson dance, and I, I and that was like this past week, mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't actually know <laughs> the impact that Mike had on us but yeah. I'll send you a that's funny a video through the uh the uh, what is this called you text uh, it to uh, me or whatever yeah I just texted it to you but anyway yeah so <laughs> my son doesn't know who that is he doesn't know the impact but he knows Michael Jackson yeah you know so that and I have to say Kobe as well. Mm, I think Kobe, more so yeah. Kobe and his daughter, you know. Um yeah. that that was a, a sad loss and yeah. you know, it kinda I think uh right after that they started the hashtag what was it dad dad girl? Wait. Is it? Girl dad. Girl dad. What was it? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was girl I think dad. something like that. Something like that. Um started going around, you know, just showcasing like the relationship fathers and daughters had, you know, yeah. uh so I thought that was that was pretty pretty sad. Yeah, uh, that situation. was yeah. That was sad, especially because he is like our age range. You know what I'm trying to say? Within a couple yeah. of years of us, you know, we both have little kids too. We're active parents too. So that was that was tough, man. That was tough to see that shoot. Tiger Woods yeah. got in a bad accident, and bad accident, people thought yeah. you know that he could have you know he could have passed in that you know. And even though both of those guys you know have maybe a negative image you know to a point. Uh, just true. like Michael Jackson yeah, did, you know, true. to a point, yeah. um, you know, publicly, you know, it's yeah. still when it boils down to it, it's still somebody who people love or idolize, yeah. you know, for whatever yeah. reason. Um, There's so. been a, a lot of celebrities that just passed this year. We're only, what, 22 days and 23 days into this year. And there's been a, a lot. Yeah. I know my, when my wife saw Betty White at pass, she was like mm-hmm. real sad about that. Yeah, that you was know, just for so. the end of last year, right? And Sydney Portier. No, that was. I thought no, it was Sydney like. Portier. No, Betty White passed like maybe two weeks ago, a week or two ago. Yeah, I think so. Let me look that up right quick. Let's see, I was looking it up too. Yeah, I think she passed like a um, week or two ago. Oh, she died on December thirty first. So she. Oh, December 31st. okay. So yeah, so right at the end of that. So. Yeah, and then I think Sydney Portier was just a couple of days into this year, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this past couple of weeks with uh, Bob Saget and Louis Louis Anderson, a comedian. Louis Anderson uh, passed. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, who else just passed? Meatloaf and uh, this guy who was a French-born mm-hmm. actor who was in the Moon Knight. Who was in Moon Knight? He was like the main villain. He passed. Like they, I think wow. he passed like the day the trailer. Or the day after oh, the trailer, yeah, like I think long. I, I think I heard it. But this dude was it. supposed to be one of those dudes who was like a like he basically had won Oscars in France, in the French version of Oscars, and he was now going to be trying to let his star raise in America, you know. And and sadly, you know, he got in an act, he got uh, some kind of accident and passed. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I but no, to Kayla's point, you know, there hadn't been anything like that really for me. But it's wild when, you know, when. She talked about going to this place where Young Dolph was killed and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, just describing the whole area like it was eerie. Like, hopefully yeah. that business can survive there because that's forever going to be known as, 
like you know the grassy knoll you know what i'm trying to say it's gonna yeah, be yeah. forever known as like that place you know where that happened um you know you can't like you can probably pinpoint the the corner where biggie was killed and you know and yep. maybe like the strip Tupac, of street yep. in in uh, Las Vegas where Tupac was killed, you know. But that's like a that's like a an establishment that the person was in when he got killed. So I don't know. It it hopefully hopefully that place can survive as a business, you know. And maybe their survival will be based obviously on you know people coming there just for the scene just of what happened. Yeah. And you know, get some food while they're there, type of thing. And I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, here we go. Got uh, another. Is this the one we just heard? Uh, let's see here. Oh wait, yeah, we just heard that one. Okay, here we go. Next up. Three, two, one. Maybe. So Kayla, I'm trying to figure out how you get into Montana. Cause, well, I guess you're yeah. coming from the east. So if you're if you're if you're riding a motorcycle, girl, I feel bad for you because it's gonna be cold. Yeah, no. yeah. but oh, please fly. It, or or may, if you're driving in a car, that's fine. At least you'll be warm there. Otherwise, it's gonna be you know it's quite the drive. But uh, if you come through Utah, you better better say what's up. No. Better say I, what's up. Mm, I, I I don't even know if I would drive. Yeah, because I, I started seeing I when was that uh, maybe the end of last year, earlier this year, mm-hmm. when there was that big snow ice storm that went to the east coast, mm-hmm. and people were stuck in their car for like two and three days. Yeah, this is the thing though. This is the thing. I I saw that, and then I I realized a couple things. Snow on the west coast is different than snow, snow in the central the and on the east coast. Central and East Coast is more like, like, like more moist. You know what I'm trying to say? Like so more ice and snow. Yeah. Whereas like snow down south where y'all live is mainly turns to ice, right? And uh, you know because there's like this warm ground that's trying to freeze, and the and the cold wind on top of it turns to ice. 
and snow. But then where we live, it is drier, so it's more powdery. Every now and then yeah. it'll be wet, but most of the time it's like powdery, right? So I think that's that's what happened then. And when it turns to ice, it's so much harder for the yeah. the plows to clear it. And I think there was like a bad accident that made people, you know, sit there and and uh, get stuck for so long. So it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's that's 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 the drive. But then when you get to like the states on in the in the northwest up here, it, well, I guess. And the more in the cities, you have more infrastructure to like clear it up, even like out. But like even out in the highways, like between towns, uh, you know, they still have like plows and stuff like that that go through there. It's not as often as the city, but right, right. I don't know, man. I don't know. That that would be quite the drive. But yeah, if you come through Utah, uh, Kayla, you better hit me up. Um, and you know what? Get all the hooks you need. Yeah, you come through. I'll get you a case. Um, and you know what, man? It's been... <laughs> I wouldn't say it's necessarily because of the popularity of it. It's just this year, really last year, we I made I don't know if you want to call it a resolution, but I made a I made a choice that I was going to be more proactive about getting into retail space, and that has that has you know hit my inventory a lot harder than it ever was before. Because before I could just make a bottle and send it. And now, even though I still have the capacity to do that, now I mainly rely on my inventory to tell me what I can send and what I can't send uh, to places. Yeah. So, yeah, so don't worry. We, we, we'll always have some reserve for you. But when it comes down to it, I got I to gotta, I gotta put some money back into the business and feed the business. Uh, but when, when, when I do have sample stuff ready to go, I'll be able to get that out. But... Um, Nah, man, it is what it is. And I don't know if that, you call that a resolution or you call that just like, you know, being more proactive with your business, whatever. Um, I'm trying to make it a life instead of just a side side thing. So here we go. Here we go. I, never, I won't forget you, though. Here we go. Next up. Three, two, one. Yeah. 
Thank you, Kayla, for the voicemails. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad, you know, to hear about that happening to Regina King's son, you know, Mm -hmm. doing that to himself. It's just, it's sad, man. Um, You know, who knows what the kid was dealing with? You know, we don't know. Uh, She probably knows a little bit, you know, a lot lot better than us uh, herself. But then again, you know, when it's inside somebody's mind, you really, you know, don't know. Um, That's true. Very true. You know, it's a, it's a sad thing, uh, but yeah, when it all boils down to it, they're all, you know, everybody's all human, you know. So, and that was the thing I was gonna say about the young Dolph scenario, like, and you were talking about triple X tentacion, like, the hood doesn't care who you are. No, they don't. When you go back to your hood, you know, because there's a lot of rappers that do that. They go back and they stay around their same friends. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the same, you know, their family, which, you know, makes sense to a point, right? Um, you know, the hood doesn't care who you are or where you are or when you are. The hood will take from you, you know, if that's the lifestyle that you, uh, you know, so choose to stay in, you know? All, all of these people who make, you know, the money, I know, I know with contracts and all this stuff, you know, there's, only a certain amount of money that artists make, uh, you know, but at some point you do have the opportunity to not live 24 seven where you grew up. You know, you can always go back and visit. You can always go back and take care of the people. You could always do events and stuff like that, but living in that space, maybe it's the authenticity. Maybe it's just, you know, saying, Hey, I'm not authentic yeah. if I'm not living where I grew up. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I turned into somebody. Else. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know what it is. But the hood doesn't care who you are. They they will true. take you know take from you as they want, sadly. Yeah, you know, Which we true. see all hey, too often. Give me a second. I got to charge this tablet up. Good. So, uh, Good. Go ahead and plug it in. I'll riff off of that. So while Jay is doing that, um, you know, I'll tell you guys, uh, you know, I, I really would want to just pause. I don't even know what I'm doing. I could just stop. Oh, wait, no, I can't stop because we lie. We lie. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it, it's cold out there. Hopefully everybody is nice and warm. Uh, you know, talking about what Kayla was talking about. Uh, you know, when it's cold outside and you have homeless people out there, you know, if you can all think at all, think about it. You know, uh, you know, give them a, give them some food, give them a bag of chips, give them a granola bar, something like that. Uh, you know, some that will try to maybe help their day be brighter. Uh, you know, because some of those people are there by chance. Uh, unfortunately, you know, some people are there by choice. Uh, some people, sadly, um, you know, have some kind of mental issues. Uh, you know, mental health issues, something like that. You know, maybe, uh, you know, they just were dropped there for whatever reason. So, uh, you know, if you find a way to help them out or help any of the charities out to help them, uh, you know, definitely find a way to do it because that's, uh, you know, just think if you were in that scenario, you know, maybe what you would want. I don't know. 
don't know. Lord help him. That's all I got to say. Um, but in the meantime, you know, definitely appreciate all the voicemails that we got from Kayla. You guys can always show us some love. Always leave us a voicemail. Anything like that. Um, and yeah, uh, right now we're going through the end of football season. End of football season. Oh, wait. There we go. Jay's back. All right, Sorry, so I was, man. I was just talking to the listeners. Pivoted real quick. You know, though I guess the end of the regular season happened for football just a couple weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're now in the playoffs and all this stuff. So I'll say this. My Giants, New York Giants fan, they fired their coach. Their GM was, you know, let to retire. I believe they were going to fire him if he didn't. Um and so they just hired a new GM. So I'm hopeful that they will get a new head coach. I like the GM that they got. He was from Buffalo Bills. Uh, that's where he was previously working. So it'll be nice to see who he brings in. Hopefully, Brian Flores, that brother who was just fired from Miami. That would be nice to have him back, have him in the fold. But then your team, which I heard just this morning, the New Orleans Saints, their coach, the legendary Sean Payton, who I have met. And I've actually held, I've actually put his Super Bowl ring on my hand. Um, uh, met him in person. He's a really good dude. He just, uh, you know, did not. He has not committed to returning to the Saints for next season. Oh boy, interesting. Sean Payton does have a New York Giants connection. So hey, I would love to have him as a coach. Wouldn't that be nice? I would love to have him come to New York. But you know, I I call it a long shot. But dang. That would be a good coaching hire for them. But I don't know, man. Hey, you know, he had great he's had a, an amazing career. So hopefully oh, yeah. you know, he Definitely. either, you know, gets on the a TV set, you know, and is is analyzing <laughs> or, you know, maybe uh, you know, maybe he'll find himself as a as a head coach somewhere. But I don't know, man. Things go things gonna be changing down there in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. For the better or for worse. Yes. Yeah. Let me close this door before you hear my wife. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. But no, hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully if your team, hopefully if your team, if your team made the playoffs, if your team made the playoffs, hopefully they weren't the Cowboys. uh, And hopefully they were not the Packers Uh, uh, nor the Titans because Packers and Titans were number one seeds and they got beat at home this past weekend. Uh, and, And if they're the Cowboys, same old Cowboys, we're gonna do it this year. Next year's our year. And what happens? They always turn into the Island Boys after the first one or two rounds where they end up going for their Island trip, uh, you know, because their season is over. So that that was pretty funny, though. That makes me laugh. That was hilarious. Yeah, that makes me laugh. And then all their fans are like, you know, punching the TV, throwing their remote control at the TV. You know, I saw an old video for, I guess, from a couple years ago where somebody uh you know punched the tv off the wall pulled out a pistol and shot it as a cowboys fan i'm like bruh it's not even like if the team was paying you that's one thing maybe you mortgage your whole house i don't know but it's not worth it it's not worth it so oh speaking of cowboys and speaking of uh teams that lost in the playoffs the eagles uh, this is the farthest connection, the farthest reach to go to the Starting Five podcast. Uh, Mayor Dan, uh, <laughs> Mayor Dan Dinkins, who is an Eagles fan uh, from Starting Five, uh, has invited us to come out um, to the J One Con in Jersey City, New Jersey, mm. uh, at the end of this year. I think it's like in 
what do you say? It's like in November. So I told mm-hmm. him, you know, first of all, I'd appreciate, I appreciate that invitation. And I told him, obviously, we'd have to talk about it and check our schedules. And I think that may be a competition weekend for me. That's already mm-hmm. scheduled, so I may not be able to do it. It's like early November. So okay, just keep that in mind. But if there's nothing else we got, let's go ahead and tell them people where to find us. All right, people, find us on Instagram. Well, where can you find us? Hey, Instagram, Twitter. Hashtag Black Eye. Hold on, I gotta look this up because I don't have my notes in front of me. As long as we've been doing this show, I still don't remember the exact address. Do it. Such a such a shame. Hashtag Black Eye Pod is where you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And hashtag Black Pod at gmail.com is where you can email the stuff. Also, check all your social, your streaming platforms that you stream mm-hmm. podcasts from. You probably can find us there. Find us here sometime Sunday mornings. <laughs> the past couple of weeks have been like iffy, sketchy, yeah. but hey, we're here today. So Sunday mornings, you could jump in, maybe get in the comments. Maybe we'll pull you in and uh, send you a link so you can be on the show. Yeah. So yeah, do that. 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572 is where you can give us a little call. Let us know what you up to, what you think about the show. What you think about them lollipop chicken legs? Uh, lollipop chicken butt. Yeah, lollipop chicken butt. Yeah. Lollipop chicken butt. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think about them type of ladies that do that. Or men. I'm sure there's some men out there that probably get it done too. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, let us know what you think about that. And uh, definitely hit up hooksrub.com. Get yourself some hooks. Get yourself some seasoning. Order a box. Get you some merch. Some uh, mug or shirt or hat or a bottle of seasoning to go season stuff up. I got to leave this podcast soon so I can go season up some some turkey wings. Uh, yeah, uh, do that. You know, and that's it. Sounds good. Another another episode two oh seven. Lollipop chicken butt. That's what we call them this one. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, I'm going to go see if I could inject uh, pork butt. <laughs> Not with tuberculosis. No, no, no. Inject the pork butt uh, and throw it on the grill. We'll see. All right. Mm. Oh, look. Mm. Now Kayla says hello. <laughs> there she is. We're about to get off, Kayla. Hi, though. How you doing? Hello. Next time. How about next time, Kayla? We send you a link to join the show next weekend. But I know, actually, I know you're supposed to be in Montana. So let us know. Let us know when uh, when you get to Montana. And we will, uh, I guess maybe after you come to Montana, we'll go to Montana, whatever. Uh, you know, we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll get you on there. All right? Sound good? Drive safe, mm-hmm. travel safe, snowmobile sure. safe. You know, Definitely wear protection. Wear protection. Wear get get some hot hands and hot toes. Little packs that go in your in your gloves and feet uh, and boots mm-hmm. that you know keep you yep. warm because it's gonna be cold. Trust me. This yep. uh, northwest cold is cold. So, anyway, all right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for the messages, Kayla. And y'all take care. On that note, we're blacking out. Peace. Deuces.